freeze? I think Rob froze. <laughs> Waiting for him to do the intro. Uh, we're live. Uh, Rob's Rob frozen. This is a great face to face. I'm I'm David Cole. That is Rob Howden right there, frozen. Uh, this is a unique start to this. I'm not sure exactly what's going on right now. Uh, so we might have to drop him and see if he can come back. This is a great start, though. Uh, welcome to Face to Face. I again, I am David Cole. Next to me is Rob Howden. Hopefully, he'll come in. He is shocked. He is a shocked Rob Jason. That is perfect. Uh, if you can screen capture that, that is amazing. Uh, looking at Rob, you know, that's kind of how he felt with his whole, uh, you know, Hall of Fame induction into the Supercarts USA Hall of Fame. So that's kind of the same look we got there uh, with his frozen uh, uh, self there. Not quite sure what's happening. So we'll try and get Rob on here uh, and get going. But <laughs> yeah, that, it's good. Uh, so it's just me. It was going to be me. Then Rob came in, said, yep, I can make it. We're in. But uh, today's show is going to be about Rock Cup USA as we're going to have uh, Mike Burrell, the new director of operations. Uh, Rob just messaged me his Internet dropped. That's that's a pretty much a given. So he'll he'll try and come in. Andy Saisman wants to fill in. He, he just messaged me. Um, that might be a good that might be a good show. We get the, uh, the Mike Burrell side of things and the Andy Saisman side of things. So. Uh, so, yeah, so. While we wait for Rob to get his internet working, I might as well just bring in Mike right now. So let me, while I'm trying to produce and do this, here we go. And there's Mike. Mike, thank you for joining us here on Face to Face. Hey, thanks, David. This is kind of unique. Rob's not here. Well, he was here and he was gone. That was, we've never had that freeze right when we're about to begin the show. So that kind of caught me off guard a little bit. That's <laughs> uh, all right. We can handle it. So the, the big news going into the Super Nationals uh, was the naming of you becoming the director of operations for Rock Cup USA, Garrett Potter stepping away and, and moving away from that position. And you're coming in to, to fill that role. Kind of give us, walk us through a little bit of how, how that kind of unfolded for you and, and Rock Cup USA. Um, I, I think Garrett had told them earlier in the year that he was uh uh, looking to stay home more with the family and everything. And um, when Luis and I go way back to like 2006 and uh, when he was an MG and I was at National Card News and we went down to the Granja and uh, Brazil and hit it off real well. And uh, we've always kept in touch and he just asked if I was interested. And, uh, you know, first I was like, well, I don't know. And, you know, we talked two or three more times and made it all work out. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it's yeah. You let's get a little bit into your history because there's probably some people who don't, aside from those mostly on the East Coast that know who you are or who ever read a National Carding News magazine because that magazine's been gone now for what almost a decade. Uh, ten, yeah, 2011, I think. Yeah, last so year. it's been a while. You you're a lifelong <laughs> carter. You've been in the sport pretty much a long time. Where did you get your start in the sport? Um, it, it was kind of funny. I was in high school and I. Uh, was invited over to Scott Goodyear's hospitality thing and I asked him like, how do you start in just being a race driver? So then well, you get a go-kart. And so they used to have this paper here in Indy called the trader and you find used stuff in it, used cars, go-karts, whatever, motorcycles. So the next day I bought one of those. I took it over back over to Scott's hospitality and said, okay, well help me pick one out here. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, this, this one, yeah, it's probably only his second year at Indy. So he's real approachable and, Okay. Everything. It's like, uh, he always has been, but 
like, well, this one looks pretty good. So I went out and bought it. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, where did you, where did you start racing at? Because, uh, was it Whiteland? Yeah. Whiteland where, yeah. Uh, which is doing a huge expansion right now. Yes. Awesome facility. It's always been very cool, very historic. Uh, I think Alan Jr. It's first place he raced on pavement. Might've been Michael Andretti's first place he raced period. You know, tons of history at that track. Mm -hmm. And, so started off down there, um, you know, racing uh, every Saturday night. You, you could go, you, your entry for me was $5. It was incredible <laughs> back then. Yes. And, well, and uh, that, that's kind of similar to what, you know, club racing is trying to stay with is, is that more affordable type uh, atmosphere and being able to go and do that. What, what led you into the journalism side of the sport uh, and, and hooking up with National Cart News? Um, I was just... You know, I, I'd been working in IndyCar, and that was during the split, and jobs were sometimes hard to find. And uh, uh, Kurt Paluzzi, the editor of National Car News, had an ad in there for, you know, writers wanted. I was like, well, this would be cool. I've always liked writing. So um, I submitted a story on uh, the Folks Brothers, Randy and Rick. Yeah. I'm down Daytona with Randy, and, um, and did a story on them, and Kurt liked it and offered me the job. So. Yeah. That's that. That's crazy because it's it's ironic that Rob, who uh, mm-hmm. worked for National Car News, you essentially had the same. You guys had the same position. Uh, yeah. You kind of gone in two different paths. He's continued in the journalism side. You've also done the industry side of the sport as well too. You've been a dealer. You've been a cart shop owner as well. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Had a had a cart shop for a few years, and um, you know, uh, I was is with o- OTK, so Tony Cart. So brought a lot of that up here to the Midwest. At mm-hmm. that time, there wasn't much going on with green carts up here. Um, you know, been involved with some others in the industry and everything. And then uh, I worked with Joe Janowski at NK, writing a lot of rules for a lot of a lot of rules for his dirt stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of making it a legal format and all the non-fun stuff with that and working on the insurance side some. So really learned a lot about the race stuff from Joe and uh, um, the race promoting. And then, you know, with the insurance side thinking three steps ahead to thinking backwards from I'm going to be in court for this to, <laughs> you know, how to set it up safer okay. or better for the carter. So, um, you know, and outside of carting work in the car for ever still spot for Colton Herta. Right. So, uh, at the 500. So, um, you know, that's always a lot of fun going up. So we have racer, we have journalist, we have, I, uh, uh, um, industry member uh working with rule books but you're also also worked as a promoter as well too so you have a lot of insight into temporary events even working yeah. at uh built built racetracks as well too so tell us a little bit about the background with that yeah we uh 2010 tony george jr and i are pretty good friends and he said hey let's uh let's talk about doing a go-kart race in indy like well, heck yeah i mean everybody wants to do that right and uh we got together um, talked about it, you know, had some other people involved in conversations and then 2011 when, uh, Dan Weldon got killed, it, it put the brakes on that a lot. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, he was, Dan was, you know, um, such a powerful force in karting and at that time and, and IndyCar and, um, I knew him from both, uh, you know, right. he'd come out of the garage in Newcastle and hang out and I was on his crew as a rookie year at Indy. So, you know, um, and then, you know, he had a lot of 
close mutual friends of the Wheelers and the Marini and all that group. So that really put the brakes on it for a while. And then about 2016, Tony calls back and says, hey, we ought to, we ought to look at doing this again. And Cool. And uh, made it happen with uh, with USAC as kind of the sanctioning for it. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of being just neutral. You know, we don't, you know, we don't have an agenda. We just want to put on a cool race here. Right. And at the same time, uh, the mayor in Elkhart was like, hey, I'd like to bring back the Elkhart Grand Prix. So put together a business plan that didn't cost the city much money. And, um, you know, said, here, we can raise some sponsorship. You guys are 80% of the world's RVs are made in your county. So right. you know, let's uh, raise some sponsorship and make this event happen. So and just just because it was cool. You know, I had a, had a real yeah. job. And uh, I enjoyed, and it was just a side thing that was cool and fun to do. So, and the yeah, indie event was huge. You guys came down to that. Yeah, you know the indie event. I mean, it, I mean, ever, that's all we hear about once a week. I think we get a message: Hey, have you heard anything about the Brickyard? Uh, let, let's just put that to bed right yeah. now. Where where is your position right now with USAC? Uh, is it is it been uh, is it no more? It, you know, kind of talk talk about where, where their their future is for in terms of um, your what you know we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break stay tuned for more here on the ekn radio network acceleration kart racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts parts and the safety gear you need to get you on the track visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. The Challenge of the Americas is back for its 16th season in 2023, and some intriguing changes are in store to make this new year the most exciting yet. We've adjusted the schedule to make our program work better for our teams, which means more teams, more racers, and more competition. For the first time, we're starting the Challenge of the Americas season in February. We're launching at the incredible Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, one of the best racetracks in the country, on the February 3rd to 5th weekend, and then we'll head to the PKRA facility in Phoenix on March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The finale will again take place at the beautiful Sonoma Raceway this year on April 14th, 15th, and 16th. The sought-after tickets to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy and the Rock Vegas event in Las Vegas will be on the line, as always. We're also stoking the fire for the series with two exciting new classes for this year's challenge that have the karting community buzzing. We'll be the first program to offer the new CIK, FIA, OKN formula, which is karting at its purest. Direct drive, no starter, light and fast. Who's up for this challenge? We're also providing the country's only place for juniors to race gearbox carts with our new Rock Shifter Junior class. The engine is restricted, which provides an incredible experience for our young racers and durability and lower engine costs for our families. 
If your son or daughter is looking at a shifter, raise the challenge to get real experience. The 2023 season of the Challenge of the Americas kicks off in less than three months, so make sure you book the weekends on your racing calendar. To learn more, head to challengecarding.com. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the Super Soft Green SS and the Intermediate White IZ Optional Compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. What I know is uh, Jason Burgess will head up Elkhart Grand Prix. Uh, okay. They should have a they, they have a date. They're working on an announcement this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so Jason's going to run that. He's more than capable. He yeah. did most of the work anyway, probably last year. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just so passionate about karting, and right. uh, I've I've known him, you know, a good 15, 20 years also. And, you know, uh, he carted around here locally and loves the street races and things. So, so Jason's going to run all that. Um, as for the brickyard, it's it's always there. Uh, it's not going anywhere. It's just getting all the moving pieces in order with the new ownership and, um, you know, COVID hurt. We, we did the race in 2020, which probably hurt us more than it helped us. Right. But, um, you know, there was nothing else going on and, but yeah, we're, we're always talking and it's, yeah. it's always a possibility. So are you still having a relationship with USAC? Just oh, not absolutely. officially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're you know, um, they're half mile from my house. Exactly. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm over there a lot. Um, you know, if nobody's ever been to their headquarters, it actually has a, a bar in the in the first floor. Exactly. Cool. What you were uh, your they, background last time you were on? Yeah, now I know. I'm yeah. home now, but um, <laughs> you know they they have that, and they it's just you know group of people in racing and you right. get so many different perspectives you know you mm-hmm. sit down and talk to the, the sprint car guys and it's like hey we've been doing this at our races and this seems to work and they're uh, porsche series guys and sro they sanction sro and right yeah we, we've seen these guys come up from karting and you know they've told us the karting does this and it's like yeah we do you know this and that and karting and oh well that, that might work here so we're gonna so it's just always good to drop in places like that and get everybody's perspective from around different aspects of the sport. So, and that's so, a yeah. great word to use for my next question is perspective. What, 
is it that you're going to bring from you know USAC and all the other stuff that you've done in your career to Rock Cup USA? What's is it is it going to be kind of like a sit back and kind of see how things unfold because it's kind of been dropped in your lap. Twenty twenty three is is just around the corner. Uh, is it kind of just let things kind of go? kind of work yourself into maybe making some changes or you know what is your perspective going in into this position it's going to be this, this florida winter tour coming up will probably be a lot of the same um yeah. i mean they had a great operation staff mm-hmm. uh, robbie and ursula and chuck Yo, everybody there uh that i've seen has done an incredible job at their events so I, the first thing I told Luis was, I don't want to make any changes. I mean, you, you guys on the operations side are, are good. You're solid. Um, so I, I told all that staff that too. I was like, Hey, everybody's welcome back. You guys do an excellent job from everything I've seen. And, you know, uh, I think the phrase I used was we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. We just got to keep polishing it. So, okay. um, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to, you know, if we can see something to make it a little better for the racer or for the event, we're going to do that. And then uh, just kind of, you know, go from there and get through Florida winter tour and we'll sit down and then we'll talk about, okay, what worked, what didn't work and what's the long term? How can we, how can we make this more fun first and keep it affordable, safe? You know, it's kind of my three big things are safety, affordability, and fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and safety always has to be first. The other two can kind of jockey back and forth. So and the, and the challenge is the first event's a temporary circuit. So right away it's, you got, it's about safety. Right, yeah. I know, but, yeah. but, but that's the, obviously the first thing, like, I, I, as you said, you don't want to change things up. Are, are you going, are you guys going, I don't, you don't have to give too much information if you don't want to, but are you guys going with like a similar layout? Is you kind of just what they've done before there? And, and as you said, polishing it and making it a little bit better. Yeah, it, it'll probably be pretty similar. We're going to go down there uh, second week in December now mm-hmm. and check everything out. Um, I'm hoping hoping to get Robbie to come over and help with that. And, you know, we'll just we'll kind of do what uh, Rick Folks and I always done. He was my race director for USAC stuff. We'll just walk around and be like, oh, you know, maybe we need to shift the track here a little bit for this bump or, you know, uh, this is yeah. kind of a long straightaway. Maybe we need to break this up or, you know. Okay. Uh, same thing, but I mean, probably the, the plan is almost status quo right now. Let's run almost like we did in 2022, you know, make sure everything's good. And just came back from visiting the new Piquet track yesterday. So. Right. Uh, that, yep. That was going to be my next question. That That's something new for the Florida winter tour is the PK uh, race park. You just visited there. Kind of give us a little bit of feedback on into uh, that new facility and what t- people can expect from going there. It's moving forward uh quickly they okay. um Luis lives uh i don't know maybe 45 minutes from there so he, he's out there often and he okay. says every every time i come whatever they said was going to be done is done and um so yeah they they've still got work to do and they're they're working they have 20 plus people there every day working on the facility and uh, i think it'll be done i uh it's it's cool layout i mean they they got 20 some different layouts they could do um i took a rental card out and it's like you know okay well we could do this it reminded me a lot of ocala uh, okay the, the layout just kind of for everybody that's ever raced at ocala and you know, talk about a track we all miss i always enjoyed going there Pro- probably a little bit more turns than ocala right 
Possibly. I mean, okay. And the way they got it, you could almost run an oval down there. <laughs> so, there we go. We're not going to do that. that <laughs> well, you you just love spotting so much. You want to be a spotter for the weekend, right? right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll just stand up there and out of reach, and yep, yep, you're clear. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, let let's continue on with 2023. Um, in the past, we've always had the Rock Fest events. We've had a West Coast, we've had an East Coast. Is that still a plan going forward in 2023? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we're I've talked to uh, uh, Marco out, out of New York and talked to Andy and uh, Steve Cameron out on the West Coast, and we're going we're gonna to sit down and move forward with those. And uh, I, I think they're good ideas and see how we can grow them and how we as Rock can support them more to make those events grow, you know, whether it's, you know, a little deeper prize package or, you know, do, do something to help the racer, attract the racers to those, and then, you know, kind of build those as the funnel into Vegas. Okay. There's a lot, um, a lot of potential up at uh, Marco's track in New York mm-hmm. with uh, uh, um, Mossport across the across the border, right. and uh, you know other tracks up there, and just kind of bring that whole, you know, maybe like a Border War series or something together. So it could be cool. There could be okay. a lot of cool things happen with that. I hope. One of the questions, because we're kind of talking national racing right now, was is is Rock looking at doing more national racing in 2023, or is it just going to be kind of what it's been? Um, or is your focus long term possibly looking at building more club based Rock Cup USA programs? Yes, both probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> 2023 will probably be very much like 2022. Just, mm-hmm. I, I got a lot to learn, uh, mm-hmm. a lot to learn from our, our people, our dealers, our, you know, everybody and see what direction they want it, <clears throat> they want it to go. So 2023 will probably look a lot like 2022. Uh, then we'll have a really good plan moving forward. Um, of course, club racing. I, I think the VLR is, you know, a great package for the club level stuff. Uh, the rock shifter, every, uh, some of the shifter guys I talked to, um tell me that's probably the best shifter package out there right now so you know we can there's a two good platforms we can push down at the club level and um as far as a national thing yeah it'd be really nice to see it form into a true national series but we also have plenty of those so if we just do cool events like florida winter tour and the rock fest in vegas that's all right too okay uh, you said Rock Vegas. That was kind of going to be my next question. What Man, I'm leading you good. <laughs> I, you are. You're doing a great job at it. Um, obviously, with the Formula One event going on in Las Vegas in November, kind of throws a big uh, ratchet at everybody in karting in terms of yeah. our two biggest yeah. races of the year. Can you can you kind of give us some insight into how the planning is going for 2023 in terms of Rock Vegas? We should just get Formula One and all their billions of dollars to subsidize both Supernats and Rock Vegas and make it free for the racers. And we can just be the the, the attraction to do when the well, F1 is down. Yeah. I mean, uh, at what, six figures for a ticket? Well, why not, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they could just rent us the Rio. <laughs> and we could bracket the Formula One race. Well, you don't even need a million dollars to do that, do you? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> close anyway we'll set up but, we'll, we did we we'll did hear it. they're they're talking about renovations at the rio that was a big big talk yeah, they had while signs. We were there 
Yeah, they had signs everywhere about renovating the place and everything. So, I mean, um, we, we've talked a little bit. I know Garrett had actually started that that conversation. Okay. And um, I think it would be in the best interest of all of us, uh, Rock and Scusa, to talk and work it out that we we move around it so we don't affect the Carter and uh, we don't affect those two great events. Yeah. So, you know, whether we had to move a week or two earlier, or, you know, no problem. Yeah. yeah so that, those, those definite details will be probably be announced later, uh, in 2023. I assume that. Yeah. Hopefully sooner than later. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've, uh, got some calls in out there and we're, we're, we're talking already. So good. That's good to hear. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN radio network. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perilin USA is North America's source for Perilin products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Perilin chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Perilin has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Need race fuel or oil? Hyperfuels is an authorized distributor for several of the brands that are spec fluids in American karting, including Elf and Aspen Sport. They also stock and ship methanol. Hyperfuels has a web store that can take your orders 24-7 and they ship UPS. That's right, Hyperfuels can ship fuel and oil right to your door. Whether you need Elf Racing Fuels or Elf ATX 909 oil or Aspen Sport 98 Octane Fuel for Scusa Competition, they have it in stock. When you need it now, go to hyperfuels.com. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Um, so yeah, again, looking long term, um, 
you know, the kind of, you know, we've worked with Andy Saisman a lot with the challenge in America. So we've kind of seen him start with the rock program and see it build up to record numbers for his program. Obviously the 25th year of the Florida winter tour is going to be super huge, but is it long-term wise. I, I, I would continue to say it, me and Rob all the time is we, you have to start at the club level. What totally. is, is, is there, is there maybe like one or two points that you think aside, you already said the engine packages in terms of VLR and, and the rock shifter programs. Is that just it? Just getting the product into the clubs and getting it there and racing and then just seeing where the numbers grow from there. Is that kind of the outset or the, the, the mindset going forward? It's probably the starting point for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have, you got to have engines, you got to have customers before you can figure out where they're going to fall in the world. Um, mm-hmm. It would be interesting to get uh, a system in place to say, yeah, you're, you're ready for the next level other than just here, come in or, so, um, you know, I know that's being talked about and could be a good thing. Um, but it, it's always got to be the, uh, um, you know, a little bit up to the racer, a little bit up to the club and so often a mm-hmm. unique situation, you know, racer talent and budget commitments. <laughs> um, talking with about the challenge in America is they're looking at doing the Tillotson carburetor. Is that something that you've been educated about? Is that something that, you know, rock cup USA is looking to do across the country? Are you kind of still learning about that for the, for the mini engine? Many. Yeah. Now that that's going to happen. That's going to happen across the country. Um, I've already had a couple calls with uh, OTK Italy about that and everything there. Let's see what there's already a stock of the Tillotsons for, uh, the rock motors in uh, uh, Orlando, the okay. manifolds getting uh, homologated and everything. And as soon as they're hot off the lathe or the uh, <laughs> mill, you just know, whatever. Off, off the press, just say <laughs> off the press. Yeah, off the yeah. press. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> however they're made, uh, they're going to be DHL shipping them over to OTK USA in Orlando. And we'll start to get them out to the customers in, in kind of a priority order. So, um, I know that's been a question on the internet. Uh, I've told people, Hey, I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, I'm getting the facts on that daily right now. Yeah, so, gotcha. um, yeah, our, our goal with that is to get, uh, get it implemented maybe by Florida winter tour two okay. early, uh, okay. with the holidays and everything, maybe by three, uh, we're going to, we're not going to do it shotgun where it's just like, uh, go back, change carburetors. Right. You know, we want to give people time, at least between the races, maybe even at the races to test. So okay. we, we might end up allowing both carburetors to be run on the practice test day. And then, you know, uh, if, if there's plenty of supply and everything's going good, say, okay, switch. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a national thing with the rock. Yes. Yeah. They we will have, be switching. Yeah, that, yeah that that'll be that'll be interesting as you said no better way to test it than race weekend if you have some customers that are willing to to provide that data and and get that gives that that head-to-head yeah. uh on the practice day no exactly no no yeah not yeah. racing it yeah exactly on, yeah. on a on a non-official day it, it makes perfect sense to do that yeah. um i think that was the only questions Oh, one other. Are kids going to be allowed to run micro and mini rock next season? 
what is the justification behind this? That was a question we had. So I guess in the past, find that out. Yeah. Yeah. In the uh, past, there were because of the age overlaps. I think right. drivers were doing both categories, and I think that's the question. I imagine it was originally designed the overlap, so a kid that's really good at but young can move up, or a kid that just started and is at that border age right. can stay down. Um, you know, I, I'm checking with insurance on this too, because uh, I know there has been some insurance rules that didn't allow you to come back down if you've completed races up, up at a higher class. So, you know, I, I got a lot of people check with on that one and get okay. that figured out. So, you know, I, I'm... <clears throat> I don't know on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, it's an interesting. One. It's like you said. It's it's they do it because, like you said, some drivers aren't able to move that up that gap or up that next level, so they stay down a, an extra year. Or drivers, like you said, are are advanced enough they can move up one year early. So it just has that overlap, and it it personally the to me, I guy. Personally, for me, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, you, you no. move up, you moved up. You don't, you don't exactly. go back. At least in the series that you're competing in, if if you want to stay down at another series that has a completely different set of rules, I think that's fine. But in the big term picture of everything, that's why we need national licensing system, right? I mean, let the USAC guy out of you come out with that, right? <laughs> yeah, it, that would help. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, true. Like, if you have, if you've moved up at one program, that means you moved up across the country. It would for sure. I mean, that that would for sure put an end to that. Um, Makes things easier. I hate, I hate people that feel like they're going to go cherry pick. Right. You know. Uh, you know, it's just like you know, that's not the idea of this. The idea is to make you know, run against the best people, right. and if you're ready, you you do it, and you move up, and yeah, you might struggle for a year, and it might be a blow to your ego, but you know, next year you're going to be stronger. So, you know, I, I don't like that idea of yeah. cherry picking. Well, so. But I, but I also like the guy who's like maybe been fifth or sixth all year long. And if he's got another year to stay back and, and develop and be a race yeah. leader or race winner, that's always the Absolutely. other option as well too. So, yeah. All right. So I think we pretty much covered uh, all the different topics, ideas, but we have to address what you're wearing right now, because uh, obviously I'm a football guy. You're wearing Purdue. Yeah. I'm a Michigan right. guy. I didn't oh, get the memo guy. that we we're going to go uh, <laughs> football attire here this weekend. So That's right. get, give me some insight on the Purdue. You said uh, Rob mentioned it before air, the spoiler makers. Um, the spoiler makers. Yeah, they, they like to kill number two teams. So. <laughs> You might be in trouble there. But I asked you off air. I said, who should I watch for? And you said, we suck. So what, yeah, we, which is it? Horrible. You, never, okay. you never know what Purdue team is going to show up. So, And um, Drew Brees, he just got struck by lightning if you're watching on Twitter. So he's not oh, going to be able to come back and play, right? <laughs> he's still got a COVID year, doesn't he? There you go. Maybe he does. Maybe he yeah. does. Now, um, I have no idea. I mean, you know, if, if Purdue's defense shows up, they're decent. It, nah. You know, I don't think they got much of a running game. They only got one really good receiver. So, yeah. You know. So uh, it'll be an interesting game tomorrow. I, you know, I expect, I mean, what, the line's 14. So I would expect us to win by at least 15. Ah, uh, no. Nah, I think it'd be less than that. Even though we just blew out Ohio State at Ohio State. I don't know. 
I mean, I will give you this. You guys have home court or home field advantage. You're playing in, in Indianapolis, so it does help you there. It helps. It's only 60 miles away. So, <laughs> But you know what? They only had that 2,000 student tickets or something like that. Okay. So yeah. for each each school. Right. So, I mean. Uh, yeah, Michigan know, fans no... bought theirs like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, Purdue, Purdue fans were buying theirs off uh, Ohio State and <laughs> Iowa fans and then yeah. walking out. So. <laughs> So, a lot of scalping was, going on on the weekend, right? Oh, that's a good thing. That's just legal here in Indiana. You can scalp tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so I think we've pretty much covered everything. Um, any any other final words about, you know, the the new position and, and just, you know, the, the outlook for, for what is an, a new and interesting uh, role for you moving forward in the carding industry? No, I'm, I mean, I'm just excited about it. It's going to be, um, it's going to be a bit of a challenge, uh, getting up to speed in about, you know, two months or less on everything. And then, um, but it, it'll be fine. Uh, we're going to, we got a good group, a good group with me. Uh, Robbie, Ursula, Chuck, you know, everybody, I can go down the whole list. Uh, uh, a lot of people I haven't met yet, but a lot of people I know the names and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that name and, never heard anything bad about them. So we're going to, you know, we're going to keep a lot of the stuff status quo, get, get through winter tour here and then uh, see what kind of good ideas we can, you know, grow it and move forward. And I always like Bill, my, Bill Wright's motto at winter tour, the serious fun. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN radio network. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the -the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from kid kart to shifter kart. Villanova Racing Carts is their flagship product, available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TV Cart. Cartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TV Cart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports all beginning at Cartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TB Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Race Lab. Race with us, win with us. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, 
Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing. You, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. And you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Superkarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. So, oh, it's uh, coming back. We'll take serious. We'll take serious, but uh, the fun's got to be a big part of it too. There you go. And, and that, again, that's I think you know, looking from the outside in, that's something that you've always stressed about. You know, that's what you did at the Battle of Brickyard, Elkhart Grand Prix, and everything else you've done. I mean, hell, you you fielded a team with Will Power and Simon Pagino for Robocon. <laughs> I mean, what yeah, more fun is that, great, right? That was awesome. That was a great story how that came about. I actually thought it was a prank call because you know Will's. Will's Australian accent's pretty easy to do. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, if you're good at that kind of stuff and I answer the phone, it's, Hey Mike, this is Will Power. I'm like, yeah, right. Who is this? <laughs> no, no, no. And he starts explaining how he got my number and everything. And he's like, yeah. And this was Tuesday before the RoboPunk practice really start. Or maybe it's Monday. What year, anyway, what year was this? 20... 2010. 2010. So, yeah. Simon, I think, had won the ALMS championship that year. Yep. And uh, um, Will and him were good friends. And, um, you know, Will said, oh, yeah, I want to put together a RoboPong team. And, you know, for me and Simon Passionale, I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, Will Will came by and, you know, uh, he's, I'm like, well, okay, I got a Tony cart. We got a Leopard. And he's like, well, Simon's got a cart mini that DeFerrin gave him and a Rotax. <laughs> Okay, well, we can work with that too. So I think over that weekend we had all four possible combinations <laughs> tried, <laughs> tried on guys, the racetrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys were like, okay, well, I like this chassis, and 
you know, Simon says, hey, I feel like I ought to run this car a minute because Jill gave it to me. I said, okay, well, what's Will think? Will likes the Tony car. <laughs> so we ended up with a cart uh, mini with a leopard. So we ended up with my engine on Simon's cart. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Will, it's kind of a preview of things to come. It was kind of neat. We're standing there watching and watching Simon run. And Will says, that's the only guy that scares me if he ever gets a good IndyCar ride. <laughs> and sure enough they end up teammates of Pinsky a few yeah. years later and yeah. Simon just had an awesome year in like 2019 yeah. uh, even the year before that he won the championship or so, so. Mm-hmm. but um, oh they were, they were just so much fun to work with and Simon you know uh, he comes in with this little page or two of notes every morning with like six point font you know those just the brake pedals, you know, half inch too far, the, you know, all, all this real detail going down to lunch. I'm like, Simon, once you get in, in there at Newcastle, I, I don't have anything to do. Oh, <laughs> I just didn't like that salad. So I didn't want to get it again. And, you know, they were just awesome. I mean, it was so professional. So, you know, it just brought me to another level. It's like, wow. You, you know, you know, you look at the data and Simon's like, hmm, I break too hard. I break too late versus will. Yeah. I'll fix that. And sure enough, then the next session, after showing Simon the data, there you put the lines on top of each other, and they're the exact same. I yeah. know those two. I mean, it's just such a high level. <laughs> it is. It, it's unique. Yeah, it's unique to watch them work in the karting realm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, seeing Will Power at the you know Super Nationals a couple of weeks ago, and seeing him at GoPro, and just the methodicalness of him and and the way he's approaching the karting it's yeah. i mean it's what separates the professionals from from the amateurs such as myself or rob howden yeah yeah it, it does we all we all think we're like these big professionals and then you get to work with guys like that and it's like yeah oh yeah we're we're way down here <laughs> we're down there <laughs> exactly but, nah they were they were they were they were fun and uh, i mean talk about an incredible learning experience for <clears throat> myself and the couple guys helping you know on the on the carts that weekend and everything it's just you know really next level all right, I guess we let him in now that he he got his internet working. Let's see what he's ah. got to say. You guys did a great job. Oh, thanks. That's one of the best shows I've ever had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watching and typing from your phone all, yeah. all the entire time, That's right? Fantastic. You guys did a great job. <laughs> Very informative. Yeah. I think you got the wrong mic working, but that's a different story. Whatever. Right now, maybe it's not working. That's fine. We'll take what we got <laughs> any, right now. Any any final questions for Mike before we call the show? No, I think it was good, man. I, I, it's it's pretty much what I was hoping to get and understand. Obviously, Mike, you got. I think the big thing is, uh, I will say that everybody kind of needs to give you a little bit of a, a little breathing room because I'd appreciate that. I know we're on top of you, right? It's like, hey, this is what we're doing. You're in this deal. You just you got your feet wet, man. You're gonna have to dive deep into this thing, and this it's gonna be a lot. I don't say a lot of work, but. I know you're excited about it, but man, you gotta, you're going to be drinking water out of a fire hose for the next three months. <laughs> That's all right. I've, I've been planning on that. And, you know, I keep telling myself, that this is uh, get through March and everything will be good. We'll, yeah, I think when you we'll said really... when you, when we had talked before to Mike, you said that you have such a great, you know, the, the Rock Cup USA has such a great staff already. The operating team yeah. is fantastic, right? So you can kind of let them do what they do. Andy Saisman does that all the time, right? We'll go to a racetrack. He'll get things set up. And then Friday afternoon, he sits back and says, "Okay, I hired you guys. Do your job." Right, and that's that's what that's what we got to do better in karting. I mean, I got to be the the promoter, the guy, uh, you know, shaking the hands and 
you know, putting out little fires and trying to keep everybody happy. And, you know, th those guys got to make the race happen. And uh, Rick folks and I always did a good job with that at uh, Brickyard and Elkhart is, you know, it's like, okay, well, that side of the track's his. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, there people, people come to me and say like, yeah, yeah, this, this happened in that race. And then I'm like, Man, I didn't even get to see the race. I didn't I mean, see I'm it. Back here. Not my job. You know, <laughs> I'm back here making sure the porta pots are clean or something. <laughs> <laughs> or functioning, but, uh, you know, uh, you know. And Mike, and, and Mike, I would think too for you, obviously, with the with the operations being so good with what they already have, and you coming from USAC, for you, it's going to be talking to all the customers, right? Like you said, you're going to be on the phone with all the dealers. You're going to talk to every rock customer that's around. You got to immerse yourself in the rock product and the rock brand and the rock people, right? The community itself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 a whole division of a big, huge company, and it, ultimately, we're all accountable to them. So, um, I got to keep uh, keep OTK side happy and keep the customer side happy, and just kind of bridge that gap and be the guy that okay, you know, you need this from OTK. Let me let me see what I can do to make that happen. So. Just be, be the ambassador, I guess. The, the middleman. Or... That's it. Yeah. I hate, I hate right, that term. Right, David, you're the quarterback here. I'm going to sit back for more. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to sit. Yeah. That's what happens when you when you go race Super Nationals and you think you're all that because you finished 19th instead of 21st where you should have finished. That's exactly what happens. Wow. But Mike, thank you for joining us on Face to Face, and we're excited to see what happens in 2023 yeah. and beyond for Rock Cup USA. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And, you know, uh, welcome to come out anytime. Look forward so, to it. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, we definitely right. will, for sure. All right. Let's uh, drop him, and we'll do a little, little closing segment. Now that you're actually on the show, <laughs> I had to do the whole opening. It caught me out. I'm literally staring at you, waiting for you to say, hey, Ken Nation, and you're just – and you don't move. And I think you froze again. This is perfect. This is a great way to end the show. Rob is frozen up again. Uh, just, just an amazing show. This is, this is, this is a happy Friday. Definitely I'm smiling just like that and excited to be on another face-to-face -face episode here on eCardingNews.com. So again, thank you, Mike Burrell for joining us. And thank you, Rob Howden for freezing up the entire show. I am David Cole, KN Nation for joining us until next show. Thank you very much.